Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. Today's passage is Matthew 6, 19-34. It doesn't take a Bible-believing Christian to understand uh, that your perspective and your priorities are going to have a huge impact on your life. Everybody, I think, has some sense of that. And that's one of those areas where the, the world may understand something in part, but Jesus teaches us about it more fully. And we're going to see that today in the second half of Matthew chapter 6. Now remember, we're in the Sermon on the Mount, the King, the Christ, giving his manifesto of what life in his kingdom should look like. And this is what his people will look like. And he says something today that's very interesting in verse 22. He says, the eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? So here, I I think what he is saying is uh, the eye is the lamp and what you're focused on is then what's going to fill your body. And if your eye is bad or if it's on the wrong thing, well, then there's going to be darkness. And this comes in the middle of two sections that I think spell this out more clearly. What you focus on is going to make a big difference difference. That's the then of what Jesus was saying to these people. And that's really the always as well. So much of that in the Sermon on the Mount, what Jesus was saying then is really what's true always for us. And today we see your focus and your priorities are going to make a big difference in your life. First, we see that in verse 19, where it says, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is there, your heart will be also. And then that's what leads into the section on the eye being the lamp of the body. I think that's an an explanation of this idea of where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And so there you see in very strong terms in verse 19, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. And that's something I think every one of us needs to really wrestle with what that means. Because uh, we see things like in Proverbs, go to the ant, O sluggard, and it talks about how they, they store up for the winter, that some element of savings is not unbiblical. Uh, and so I don't think this is saying, hey, Christians, if you have a savings account, you are ignoring what is going on here in the teaching of Christ. But at the same time, we need to see even in scripture, there are people who, well, they put their trust in riches and they hoard up too much. And we certainly should look out at our world and see that. So every single one of us probably has a different relationship with money, maybe a different upbringing, a different economic status, a different job. But we need to think about what does this mean for me? And what are going to be my temptations to lay up for myself treasures on earth? And there's something interesting about the way 
verse 21 is worded. It's not worded for where your heart is, there your treasure will be also. It says where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Uh, because sometimes we do just think, well, what, what do I care about? And that's where I'll put my money. Uh, no, he's giving a, tr- a truth even that your heart will follow your money. And, and where you end up putting your money, y- your heart is going to follow that. And, and that's where we have that instruction. No, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. And what might that look like? Well, I think one of the biggest ways we would see that in the Bible is through generosity and generously using your money to help others and to serve kingdom purposes. And what does that look like in your own life? Can you honestly say, hey, I am storing up treasure in heaven by being generous to others and by using my money to serve kingdom purposes, whether that's giving to your local church or another ministry or missionary or even just yourself that I'm personally going to spend the extra dollar when it comes to building a relationship to win somebody to Christ. That's what I want to use my money for. And again, that brings us to verse 22, that the eye is the lamp of the body. Are you, are you focused on this life? Are you looking at the things of this world and thinking that's what matters most? Or are you looking at eternity and thinking that's what matters most? And if I die with nothing, guess what? That's just kind of like everyone else because we all take nothing with us. But if my eye is on eternity, and the consequences for souls in eternity and, and what eternity will mean, well, that's going to affect how I think about money. And then that takes us to the, the second part of today's passage, which is connected to money, but is really a warning about anxiety, starting in verse 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life and what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Again, he's trying to get to what are you focused on? Life is more than food. The body is more than clothing. Uh, And that's where you might not relate to this uh, living in the society that you do, that you you may not have really been that worried about having food to eat or clothes to put on. You may have always had enough in those categories. But I think the principle is we look at the unknowns of the future and we tend to freak out. Now, for that culture, it was very much more, well, what am I going to eat? And what am I going to wear? But you still are going to be tempted to freak out about things uh, regarding the future. And then Jesus looks to nature. He says, look at the birds. And then he goes, you know, hey, look at the, look at the lilies of the field. They're not worried about anything, but your father takes care of them. And that is um, one of the principles there that of the care of our father. And it says in verse 30, but if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So don't worry about these things. And then it gets to a key point in verse 32, where he says, for the Gentiles seek after all these things. Uh, So when we start to worry about the things in our lives, he's saying you're acting just like the pagans. Anxiety is not a Christian way to think, is what he's saying. And he gives the solution. What is the solution to anxiety? Verse 33, but seek First, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added 
to you. Again, it comes back to what are you focusing on? If you're focused on this life, you're living just like the pagans. Our focus, our uh, first thing that we seek should be the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And you, you see how that fits in so much with what we've been seeing in the gospel of Matthew. How even Jesus, when he arrives, he says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And Jesus is very much presented as a king, the Christ, the Messiah, the one that they were waiting for, the great king that they were expecting would come. And he's saying, hey, you should be focusing on my kingdom and the advance of my kingdom and even making sure you are in my kingdom and advancing the kingdom so that others are in the kingdom. I think that's so much of what it would mean to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Don't get caught up in so much. Hey, what what are you going to eat or what are you going to wear? Hey, are you in the kingdom? Do you have the righteousness of Christ? And what about the people around you? Do they have these things. We should give more of our concern to that. And there's a great promise in this passage. The promise is when we do that, uh, all these things will be added to us. And there's the principle that we saw, our heavenly father knows what we need and he will take care of us. And I think it's important for this passage today Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, and then do not be anxious, especially people probably listening to this on smartphones in a pretty, if we're being honest, affluent society. We need to realize that these passages should push us to some extent. And again, I'm not saying that this means no savings account or retirement accounts for Christians, but it does mean, as we've seen throughout this entire sermon, this manifesto from the king, our lives should look radically different from the world because we're focused on eternity. Our treasure is in heaven. We're seeking first the kingdom. And so you may need to spend some time even looking at your bank accounts, looking at your budget, considering how you spend money and saying, am I living in a way that represents the kingdom of God well? Am I living in such a way that shows this world is not my home? So I'm not so worried about these things. I'm focused on eternity. And that'd be a good thing for all of us to, to think about and see how we can apply these things to our lives today. But as we wrap this up and we started with priorities and perspective and focus, I want to leave you with these words from one of my favorite hymns that really encapsulates so much of that. It's Be Thou My Vision. It says, Be Thou My Vision, O Lord of my heart. Not be all else to me, save that thou art. Thou my best thought by day or by night, waking or sleeping, thy presence my light. And then verse three really hits on some of the themes we've talked about today. Riches I heed not, nor vain empty praise or man's empty praise. Thou mine inheritance now and always. Thou and thou only first in my heart. High King of heaven, my treasure, thou art. High King of heaven, my victory won. May I reach heaven's joys, O bright heaven's sun. Heart of my own heart, whatever befall, still be my vision, O ruler of all. 
May we truly be able to say that Jesus is our focus, that the King, the High King of Heaven is still our vision today. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.